0: I'm going to ask Don Waggy and Cindy Zaglowski to introduce my word in song this morning.
1: Who made the mountains? Who made the trees?
0: Bigger this morning. Thank you, Cindy. Thank you, Dawn. Somebody bigger than you and I. Take out your Bibles with me this morning and turn to Psalms 19 within God's Word. I'm excited to present uh, this new series to you, this message this morning to you. And uh, the young people are going to be helping their pastor in this presentation this glad morning. For the glory of Jesus Christ. Psalms 19, feel free to join us and invite you to join us this morning in following along in a sermon study guide if you'd like to take notes this morning and bring the important facts of this word home with you. In a Sunday school class not long ago, a Sunday school teacher asked her children to draw a picture to sketch their favorite bible character on paper one after another of the students began to draw their favorite bible story hero king david esther simon peter the teacher came up behind one of the the students a a young girl and just couldn't make out what she was drawing the teacher asked, honey, what Bible character are, are you depicting? What Bible character are you drawing? She said, God. Well, sweetheart, nobody knows what God looks like. They will when I'm done. <laughs> Two thousand years ago. 2,000 years ago, the Sea of Galilee, a storm, a hurricane-force storm hit that sea. As 12 men in a boat panicked with dread and fear, they cried out like little girls to their leader who was fast asleep in the front of the boat, Master, Master, don't you care that we're about to drown? The leader stood up in the midst of that boat, and he rebuked the storm, the wind, and the waves. This master of the wind and the waves, he cried out, Peace! Be still! He basically told the storm to shut up, and it did immediately, not gradually. The wind and the waves stopped and would calm the disciples were not awed by the miracle as much as the one who is in their boat they looked at him and wonder and said who is this man what manner of man is this that even the wind and the waves obey his command we're much like the disciples In the boat of our lives, we're often so focused on our circumstances, uh, uh, we fail to notice our awesome God who's right there with us in the boat of our lives. When the sea is calm, we take Him for granted. When the storm is raging, we forget that He's just as close as the mention of His name. Like the disciples, we tend to bring him down to human terms. We tend to etch him too deeply in the flesh and make him like us. And we question his care. We question his power. We question his love. That's why it's time. I ask you this morning and throughout this new sermon series it's time to lift up our eyes and and get a a bigger view of who our God is Uh, let's catch a fresh revelation uh, of of who uh, the the Lord of Lords and King of Kings is this morning we begin a brand new message series our awesome God I want to take you on a journey I want to take you on a quest to grasp a greater revelation of God than ever before by not only discovering how God's Word reveals our Lord, but to discover how He's revealed Himself in creation. Psalms chapter 19 in God's Word. Verse 1. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of His hands. Day after day, they pour forth speech. Night after night, they reveal knowledge. They have no speech. They use no words. No sound is heard from them. Yet their voice... Goes out into all the earth their words to the ends of the world this morning I ask you a question it's the title of this presentation how big is your God how big is your God write it down with me despite those like the Mormons who teach that God exists in a bodily form. The Bible reveals our God is an invisible spirit. 1 Timothy 1, now to the King eternal, immortal, invisible. Circle that word. The only God be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Sound booth, I need more on the monitor this morning. The invisible God. God is invisible because His Spirit, He is Spirit and not flesh. Jesus said in John 4, 24, God is Spirit and they who worship Him must worship in the Spirit and in truth. Since God is Spirit, He is unrestricted in the space and time continuum that we are used to. He does not exist or is He confined in a three-dimensional universe like ourselves. God has no beginning and He has no end. He is everywhere at once. Our God, our awesome God is omniscient. He's just as close as the mention of His name. Skeptics assert that uh, God does not exist because we cannot see Him. Unbelief in God takes two forms. Atheism, which declares there is no God. Agnosticism, that declares that one can't know for sure if there's a God or not. How does the Bible respond? How does the Bible respond to the atheist, to the agnostic? Psalms 14, verse 1. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. The fool. When I'm witnessing to those who question the existence of God, I I like telling them that atheists should have a holiday just like us Christians. That's right. You know, as Christians, our our holidays are Christmas and Easter. and, And when I'm debating or, or sharing with atheists I tell them you know you, you all should have your own holiday too April the first April the first do we ex- do we accept the existence of God on blind faith alone? no there's reasonable proofs. Paul said this, Romans chapter 1, verse 20. Since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power, and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that men are without excuse. Without excuse. Have you been to Mount Rushmore? You imagine taking a friend to Mount Rushmore. And pointing out the sculpted heads of the presidents. And telling your friend, isn't this wonderful what wind and water erosion has done over the the millennia of years? Isn't this awesome what has happened by sheer coincidence? They'd look at you as though the lights are on but nobody's at home. One of the startling discoveries of our generation, our generation, is the fact that we live in what is called an anthropic universe. Anthropic meaning our universe was perfectly and precisely designed to allow human life to exist. There are a multiplicity of criteria, a multiplicity of parameters that if they are not met, life cannot exist. I give you a few. For instance, the gravitational force in the universe is perfect for life. If it was just minutely stronger or weaker, no life. Astrophysicist Lawrence Krauss declared If the force of gravity were changed by point zillions of zeros one percent both planet earth and the sun would be non-existent and the macro universe is built upon the foundation of the micro universe the atomic structure the basis for all matter professor robert jastrow has stated The smallest change in any of the properties of the atoms, elementary particles, would have led to a universe in which there could be no life, no man, just the slightest change in the atomic structure. Life wouldn't be possible in a universe which had an expansion rate different than ours. Do you understand that our universe is constantly expanding like a balloon being blown up? if that rate of expansion was faster or slower by the slightest degree no life no life I'm not talking about a small difference like one millionth of a percent one millionth of a percent which is represented by point zero i I'm not talking about a millionth of a percent. I'm talking about a difference that is so infinitesimal, minute, and minuscule that if just one part out of 10 to the 55th power, 1% was changed. No life. No life. No life how many of you remember at night uh, going to bed maybe taking to your bed your old a.m. radio and tuning it to your favorite rock and roll station and playing it softly enough so mom and dad wouldn't hear it playing And you had to take that old radio tuning knob and you had to precisely and perfectly tune it to listen with quality fidelity to that station. Just a slight variation to the left or the right, fuzziness came out instead of clarity. What am I getting at? I want you to know that there are 25 or so parameters in the universe that must be perfectly and precisely tuned for any life to exist, making the odds of any of it happening by random coincidence, random chance, impossible, astronomical. But let's come closer to home let's consider our solar system all solar systems are not created equal when it comes to supporting life to date more than 500 solar systems outside of our solar system have been discovered do you realize that if we had more than one star no life would exist our earth's orbit would be chaotic if we had no star in our solar system Our planet would be a frozen mass, no life. Our our sun is the perfect age. If our sun was older or younger, no life. Our sun is the perfect size. 99% of the stars discovered are the wrong size for life. Our sun is the perfect distance from the earth. If we were further away from the sun, We'd freeze. If we were closer to the sun, we would burn up. No life. If the distance differed by just 2%, no life. This parameter eliminates 99.9% of all other planets that we have now discovered. If the magnetic forces within our planet were stronger or weaker, no life. If our earth did not revolve, 24 hours... A day every 24 hours or if it wasn't tilted at 23 degrees no life as we know it the moon without the moon there would be no tides meaning that most aquatic life most life on the planet would cease to exist without the moon we would wobble on our access no life no seasons if there were no moon, if the earth were smaller, the lessened gravity would mean that there would be no breathable atmosphere. If the earth were larger, the effect of increased gravity would make everything on the planet weigh eight times more than it actually weighs. Talk about being depressed when you get on the weigh scale. Eight times more than you normally weigh. No life you wouldn't be able to walk according to astrophysicist Dr. Hugh Ross and I quote the odds of getting all the necessary factors for the existence of life on a single planet are one trillionth of a trillionth of a trillionth of a trillionth of one percent end quote since we've only got a hundred billion trillion available planets for all the Trekkies out there like me For all the truckies that think that we can make a starship Enterprise and fly to another Earth-like planet, honey, sir, ma'am, I'm sorry, it ain't there. The odds against finding another suitable planet like Earth are astronomical. It tells us two things. Don't start packing your bags to find another Earth. And secondly, the fine-tuning. Of our universe our solar system our planet to provide for life as we know it points to a master designer a master life giver and we know who that master designer is and we ain't talking ancient aliens or ancient astronauts who is that master designer in the beginning God created heaven and earth. He deserves all the praise and all the glory. Amen. Amen. Isaiah 45 18. For this is what the Lord says He who created the heavens, He is God. He who fashioned and made the earth, He founded it. He did not create it to be empty, but He formed it to be inhabited. He says, I am the Lord, and there is no other. Our God is not only an awesome, invisible God. He is our awesome, infinite God. We live in an age where Hollywood has taken comic book characters, comic book superheroes from the comic book pages and put them on the TV and the movie screen. Who am I talking about? I'm talking about Superman, Batman, Iron Man, Spider-Man, the Hulk, the Thor. You can tell I never watch any of those movies. And we sit back as we're enthralled and awed by their computer-generated feats of strength on the motion picture screen, so that when the praise team or the pastor talks about an infinite god the congregation gives nothing more than a collective oh as i've been researching this series i've never preached god forgive me i've never preached a series just on god and who god is I felt a check in my spirit on our flippant, casual approach towards He to whom the angels cry, Holy, 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 as they prostrate themselves before Him. The church, the church needs to move from a position of being flippant and casual towards God into gaining a fresh new revelation of how big our God is. Psalms 33 verse 6, David said, By the word of the Lord, were the heavens made, now get a hold of this, their starry host by the (sighs) the breath of His mouth write it down with me the universe is our constant reminder of our awesome god's infinite power he is the ultimate star breather i want you to consider with me right now five stars five stars breathed by god our son our son our son is how far away from us 93 million miles. How long does it take light to get to us from the sun? It takes a whole eight minutes for light traveling at 186,000 miles per second to go from the sun to planet Earth. How much bigger is the sun than planet Earth? How much bigger if the Earth was a one point six eight inch if the earth was a golf ball now everybody look up here instead of Pastor Ryan and Pastor Ben who just walked in thanks guys if the earth were a golf ball how big would the Sun be how big would the Sun be how big of a ball Huh? Softball? Huh? It, come on up here. Get a run, buddy. I'm time's a wasting here. I'm growing old. Way to go, Justin. W- would would this be the comparison? No. Sorry. Next. How about a ten inch volleyball? Would this be an apt comparison? No. How about, I heard basketball out there. Let's lift it up high so they can all see. Is this an app comparison? The earth and the sun? No, sorry. How about here? Here we've got a beach ball. Is this an app, lift it up high, honey. Is this the app comparison? No. How about a playground ball that we all played with at school? Lift it up high, Olivia. Is this the app comparison? No. What would be an app comparison in ratio of size if the earth was a golf ball, how big should the sun be? Come on in, young people. Come on in right now, as quick as you can move. Come on in. If the earth is the size of a 1.68, Inch diameter golf ball, how big is the sun that warms us every day? How big would the sun be in comparison? Pastor Ryan and Pastor Ben are going to help right now our sun people up here. (laughs) 15 feet in diameter our god breathe the sun into place if earth was a golf ball the sun would be 15 feet in diameter give them another hand praise the lord thank you pastor ryan pastor ben for making that possible for us keep standing up there young people well now You're going to have to sit down because we're going to have to pull it down because they can't see the screens. But you got the idea. Give them a hand as they sit down now. Amen. We need help. We need help. The sun is going to fall down on the preacher here, I think. There we go. You got the idea. We serve a big God. Ken, we serve a big God. We serve a big God. We serve a big God who breathed that sun into me. But listen, the sun is just a miniature point of light compared to Betelgeuse. Betelgeuse is 427 light years away. If the Earth was a golf ball, if the Earth was a golf ball, Betelgeuse is so big in comparison, Betelgeuse would take up the volume of six Empire State Buildings. 262 trillion Earths could fit inside this star. Who breathed this star into being? God, our star breather. But we must move on. Betelgeuse is not the biggest star. Next is Mu Cephei. Mu Sefe. if Earth is a golf ball, Mu Sefe would equal the volume and the mass of the Golden Gate Bridge. It is so big that 2.7 quadrillion Earths could fit inside Mu Sefe how big is the number quadrillion a quadrillion is a thousand trillion a million seconds ago was 12 days ago quadrillion seconds ago 30 million years ago it's how big that number is but there's something bigger out there canis majoris known as the big dog star known as the biggest star in the universe for decades It is a billion times bigger, a billion times bigger than our own sun. It would take seven quadrillion Earths to fill up this largest star. This was the largest star until 2013. In 2013, we found one bigger. Which star is it? Anybody know? Pronounce this name, Ui Scooty. Ui Scooty. Ui Scooty is now the biggest known star in the universe. It has a diameter of 900 million miles. If the Earth was a golf ball, Ui Scooty would be a ball five miles, not 15 feet. 5 miles in diameter it is such a vast star i can tell you're not impressed if you were to travel on a commercial plane if you were to travel at 600 miles an hour on a commercial airplane flight how long would it take you to go around Scooty? it would take you more than 1000 500 years to circle this star just one time at 600 miles per hour who breathed it who created it we serve a big god yet ui scuti is just a point of light compared to what was just recently discovered astronomers have now discovered the largest known structure in the universe it is a clump Think of it, it is a large quasar group, a clump of active galactic cores, a large quasar group that stretches, get a hold of this, 4 billion light years from end to end. This large quasar group is 40,000 times larger than the Milky Way galaxy that holds 200 billion stars within it. researchers stated that the newly discovered large quasar group is so enormous in fact that theory predicts it should not exist end quote. but God knew it existed he made it. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3. By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. In addition, I want you to consider the vastness of our universe that our awesome, infinite God has created take your sermon study guide take that eight and a half by eleven sheet of paper and I want you to draw a large circle at the top of the piece of paper draw a large circle at the top of the piece of paper write the word sun in that circle if every inch equals 10 million miles move nine inches down that piece of paper nine inches one inch equaling 10 million miles and draw a smaller circle, and write, Earth. That comparatively shows you the distance in millions of miles between the Sun and the Earth. Now, how far away would our nearest neighboring star be? If you were to draw a circle representing our nearest star, where would you draw the circle? I grew up with the greatest TV show of all time when I was a kid lost in space and they were traveling constantly to what star Alpha Centauri hallelujah there's other 60s kids out there if you were to draw a circle representing our nearest neighboring star Alpha Centauri where would you draw that circle Forty miles away from here. Comparatively, that's how far our closest star is. 4.5 light years away. Jeremiah 10.12, But God made the earth by its power. He founded the world by His wisdom, and He stretched out the heavens. He stretched out... Circle that. He stretched out the heavens by his understanding. When my grandparents went to high school, they were taught that the Milky Way galaxy, our home galaxy, a small galaxy, comparatively, was the entire universe. That's just a lifetime ago. The entire universe. Today, we know that our Milky Way galaxy contains more than a hundred billion stars. And now we know that there are as many galaxies outside of our galaxies as there are stars within the Milky Way galaxy. For years, I would teach my Wednesday night class, there are more than a hundred billion stars. Galaxies. The Hubble Space Telescope has now detected more than 125 billion galaxies. Then I came back recently and told my class that the Kepler Space Telescope has now detected 200 billion galaxies. That's outdated. Did you hear what happened this week? Did you hear what happened this week? Oh, instead of me sharing it, let me read it to you. This was reported by Dr. Fraser Kane in Universe Today, Space and Astronomy News. He said, uh, until a couple of weeks ago, the established count for galaxies was about 200 billion galaxies. But a new paper published in the Astrophysics Journal revised the estimate for the number of galaxies by a factor of 10, from 200 billion to, two what? Trillion! We serve a big God! We serve a big God Psalms 147 he determines the number of stars and he calls them each by what name great is our Lord and mighty in power his understanding has no limit what does it all add up to what does it all add up to our awesome infinite God is a really big God He's a big God! I mean really big! (laughs) He's big enough uh, to move your mountains! He's big enough to tear down your strongholds! He's big enough to carry your burdens! He's bigger than any disease! He's bigger than any sickness! He's bigger than divorce! He's bigger than depression! He's bigger than the, the very demons and the devils of hell! Our God is bigger! Stop telling your problems! how big they are and start telling your your problems how big your god is amen. amen isaiah 46 5 god says with whom will you compare me or count me equal to whom will you liken me that we may be compared our awesome god is infinite in wisdom Isaiah 55, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. My thoughts, your thoughts. Stop trying to figure God out. Is it about time you stop asking the why question? And you start trusting the one whose ways are higher than your ways who is infinite in understanding and wisdom. He is not some senile, faint, feeble old man upstairs. He is the Lord of Lords. He is the King of Kings. He's big enough to deserve the highest praise. If all of the universe, if the heavens declare the glory of our God, if the angels whose radiance, whose glory outshines the sun, if the angels before whom the prophets would pass out when they saw Him, when the angels come before God, these glorious sun-blinding angels, The Bible says they hide their eyes before the glory of God. The Bible says that the angels bow and prostrate themselves before the glory of God. If they worship Him in such reverence, if they worship Him with such exaltation, if the demons run in terror of the glory of God, how much should we worship Him? How much more should we praise Him? If the heavens declare the glory of God, how much should we as a church begin to press in to honoring Him and worshiping Him? Our God is an awesome God. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Hallelujah! Mark it down. Creation reveals an all-knowing, all-powerful, invisible, infinite God. But it took a cross. It took a cross to ultimately reveal that the infinite is intimate. It took a cross to reveal that God is love. Back to our golf ball size earth. If the earth We're a golf ball. What are you and I? Nothing more than a speck. Not even a speck of dust. It's no wonder why David in Psalms chapter eight, David says, "When I consider your heavens, when I consider the work of your fingers." When I consider the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is mankind? That you are mindful of them, human beings that you care for them. Why should God love us? Why does God love us? Why does He even care to notice us? the good news this morning do you want to hear good news the greatest news of all this morning is this he who determines the number of the stars he who calls each star by name he knows you (laughs) he sought you he desperately loves you you so much that he became flesh and he was laid in a baby manger and then he was nailed upon a cross and his cross demonstrates that not only is he all powerful he's all loving and he did it for you he did it for you psalms 103 for as high as the heavens are above the earth And we're at two trillion galaxies, each containing hundreds of billions of stars. And we're still counting for as high as the heavens are above the earth. So great is His love for those who fear Him. You'll never exhaust His mercy. You'll never exhaust His grace. You'll never exhaust His love. I don't care what's gone down in your life. I don't care what sins that you have committed. I don't care how deep and dark and black that pit of sin in your past is. His love is greater than all of our sins. His grace is greater than all of our guilt. Hallelujah to our Savior. His love is greater. We need a fresh revelation of our God to impact our praise and worship. We need a fresh revelation of God to impact our walk and our talk. If our all-knowing, almighty, all-loving God before us, who or what can be against us? Are you insecure this morning about being too young and you don't get respect? Are you worried about being too old and getting gray hairs? And you're worried about old age? Hear ye the word of the Lord this morning. Isaiah 46, listen to me. I have upheld you since your birth. And I have carried you since you were born even to your old age and gray hairs, I am He. I am He who will sustain you. I have made you, and I will carry you. I will sustain you, and I will rescue you, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, there's no perfect age. There's only a perfect God who has declared Himself, I am the Lord thy God, and I change not. Do you fear failure this morning? Our awesome God has made no plans for your failure, only your success. Jeremiah 29, for I know the plans I have for you, saith the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Hallelujah, think of it. Our awesome God has made no plans for your failure, only your success. Do you fear rejection? Do you fear loneliness? Friends might leave you, the crowd might not accept you. Loved ones might forsake you, but He was forsaken that we might be accepted. And He has declared Himself, I will never leave thee, I will never forsake thee, Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Are you worried about your finances? Are you worried about Wall Street? Your employment? Paying the bills? I came home one day years ago, suit and tie from the hospital, and my brand new neighbor said, hey, Phil, uh, where do you work? Do you work for the big three? Which of the big three do you work for? I said, Jim, I work for all of them. He said, you do? I said, I work for the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so do you! So do you! Wall Street may go broke. Detroit's big three might upsize and capsize. (laughs) Your money might not be worth the paper it's printed on. (laughs) But our God, my God, his bank never closes. The psalmist said, I was old. I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants begging for bread. Glory to God. Our kingdom will never go broke. Do you fear tomorrow? Isaiah 46, God says, I make known the end from the beginning. From ancient times, what is still to come. I say, my purpose will stand, and I will do all that I please. He did that this week. I will do what I please. Do you fear tomorrow? Hey, we've got a greater navigation tool for tomorrow than any GPS. We've got Bible prophecy in the twilight zone hour when the devil plays his last hand my Bible your Bible says and he shall descend with heaven with a shout with a voice of the archangel the trump of God and the dead in Christ will rise first and we which are alive and remain we will be caught up in the air to be with him forever and ever and evermore." hallelujah what a day that will be when our Jesus we shall see how big how big how big is your God don't let fear don't let doubt don't let unbelief rob you from the glory that God wants to bring into your life have you made your God too small hear ye the word of the Lord this morning he's a good God he's a big God he's a great God this morning I ask you the question, how great is our God?
1: In awesome wonder, consider all, all the worlds thy hands have made. I see the stars, I hear. You. Blade. then sing how God his son not sparing sent him to die I scarce can take it in that all
0: Bow your heads with me this morning. Father, you've caused us, O Lord, through your word and your spirit, through praise and through song, to catch a fresh glimpse of your might, your power, your love. Lord, there are those here this morning that the devil has been whispering in their ear that their sickness is greater, their disease is greater, their problems, their vicissitudes of life <laughs> are more greater than you. But you're here this morning. You're just as close as the mention of your name. You have revealed yourself as the omnipotent omnipresent, omniscient God who is greater bigger than all of our problems Lord, this day right now I pray that our big God would move mountains that are in this congregation strongholds that are in lives That, Lord, even right now you'd make a way where there seemed to be no way. I'm not going to ask for a show of hands. If you need a big God to show up right now in your situation,
1: come down.